My name is Amy Abraham, and I am the host of the Bliss Podcast. Each episode will feature ways to find wellness and happiness in your life. We will explore different trends and approaches that support a positive well-being of the whole person, mind, body, and soul. With each interesting topic, I will be interviewing experts within that field as well as adding my own personal experiences. If you're looking for more happiness in your life, Bliss is the podcast for you. Hello, Blissiners. This week, I am sharing with you research on how hobbies benefit our lives. I know you may be thinking you do not have time for a hobby, but I will teach you how to find the time towards the end of the podcast. My husband, Nick, also makes his way back to Bliss, and we are lucky enough that Nick Fradiani is home on break from touring with A Bronx Tale Musical, and he has a few things to say about his hobby, now career. This is a quick and fun episode this week. I hope you find it useful. Enjoy. Here we go. Back to thinking about our college admission resumes. List your extracurricular activities here. Sounded annoying when we were younger, but for real, hobbies are what makes someone interesting. Think about when you meet someone for the first time and they're trying to get to know you. Do you ever wish you had something more interesting to say? When I finally finished my master's degree, I felt like I made it to the finish line. I had completed all my college degrees and landed an awesome job and felt like it was time to relax. That's what I did. I relaxed. But then I knew there was something else out there for me. And that's when I started making jewelry. Here's the science. According to Dr. Jamie Kurtz, an associate professor from James Madison University, having a hobby increases your overall daily productivity. For example, if you know you have yoga tonight or soccer practice to go to, you will be more focused throughout the day to accomplish all of your other goals, which means you will get your work done on time so you can leave on time or maybe meal prep the previous day to have an easy dinner tonight. Essentially, Dr. Kurtz is saying the more tasks you need to get done, you will become more efficient in completing each goal. Dr. Amy Fedigan, assistant superintendent of Milford Public Schools once told me, if you want something done, give it to someone who is busy. I have also heard the saying, the people with the most time are the ones who are late. Stay busy, people. There are two types of leisure, passive and active. I am sure you can guess which one TV and social media fall into. Ding, 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 passive. Trust me, there will be days you see me on the couch watching something on Bravo, but it's not every night. Dr. Kurtz suggests that active leisure is much more invigorating and beneficial to our happiness because our brains get into a natural, elusive state of flow. You have definitely experienced this. Think about a time when you were skiing down a mountain or completing a puzzle or riding your bike down the block to the baseball field as a child. Remember how amazing that felt? That's what it means to be in the flow. Being in the flow is much more exciting than sitting on your couch, scrolling your thumb up and up and up, and maybe giving a double tap here or there. Side note here, don't get me wrong, I love Instagram and social media, obviously because I have a podcast, but it's all about balance, my friends. Hobbies cope with managing stress. Imagine having a rough day at work and you need a way to release that stress and get back to feeling yourself again. There are many things you could do. 
grab a glass of wine, eat a bunch of snacks, take a drag from your jewel, get another cup of coffee, or go out and sit at a bar and waste your money. Those strategies will get you nowhere. Wine helps you fall asleep, but prevents you from having a full night of restful sleep. Snacks processed foods, promote diseases, and have negative long-term health effects, which will cause you more stress down the road. Smoking cigarettes or jewels. Don't even get me started. Coffee. Caffeine dehydrates you, which causes more brain fog, which will not aid you in solving your stressful situation. Decaf may be better, but only if it's black. But who drinks black coffee these days? Not me. But we should be eliminating any unnecessary sugar. And the bar. Sounds like fun, meeting new people, being out and about, but homemade food is potentially healthier than restaurant food because you are in control of the ingredients. You don't know exactly what they are putting in your food, extra sugar, salt, oil, flour, and other hidden ingredients. And again, drinking alcohol is not good for you. The healthy ingredient in wine that you may have heard about that promotes a healthy heart, resveratrol, is also found in a handful of almonds. Do I eat at restaurants? Yes. Have I had a glass of wine or two? Yes. I am just sharing the facts with you guys. And as always, save your money. Wouldn't it be nice to come home looking forward to completing that puzzle, riding your bike, walking that mile, building that birdhouse, knitting that sweater, creating that scrapbook, writing that book, reading that magazine, playing the guitar, playing a board game with your child, creating a new painting, photographing a beautiful sunset, or cooking a new meal. These activities will help you relieve stress and they are also productive. You will have something to show for your effort. That is my kind of leisure. I am easily motivated by rewards. And these types of activities also remind you that you are a multifaceted. You are not just a stressed out mom or dad. You are also a runner or an artist. Your kids will leave your nest one day. Who will you be then? And last but not least, my favorite reason why hobbies are good for you. They connect you to people. My hobby of yoga led me to my husband, Nick. Let me explain. I took my first yoga class in December of 2014, and I met Nick on May 1st, 2015. Within those five months, my love for yoga grew and grew. I was taking classes every other day and my passion developed. With this new hobby, I wanted to have some professional photos taken so when I finished my yoga teacher training in California, I would be able to compare the growth. Such a teacher thing to do. Anyway, I called my friend Ryan Zip to see if he would take the photos for me. He said, sure, he'd love to. Next thing I knew, I was invited to see Nick Fradiani's American Idol homecoming concert in Guilford by Ryan because he was his drummer. So I went, and guess who plays guitar for Nick? That's right, my Nick. We met and we've been together ever since. Basically, if I didn't have a passion for yoga, and if Ryan didn't have a passion for photography and drumming, and if my Nick didn't have a passion for playing guitar, and if Nick Fadiani didn't have his passion of singing, we might not have ever met. My advice, get a hobby if you want to meet someone special. So here I am with Nick Abraham and Nick Fradiani to talk about how their hobbies have changed their lives. Who wants to go first? It's all you, Nick. Oh, that could be confusing with the Nick and the That Nick. could be confusing. <laughs> Nick Abraham, you go first. So I'll go first. I mean, my obvious hobby is playing music. And I think that started, you know, when I was younger. Um, I always kind of 
found musical instruments and things like that that were lying around the house. Some of them were toys that my parents got me, but also um, starting with my my dad's old drum set that he had set up in the basement. Um, my brother and I kind of started playing around with the drums and we just were interested in music and and exploring music and uh you know one thing led to a ne- the next and we music kind of became a hobby for for both my brother and I and uh for me especially and little did I know it would lead into something that could be a career um but at the at the time it was just a hobby and it was something that I did regularly and I loved it it, it was it was it was a passion of mine and um it kind of it just brought a lot of fulfillment to my life it brought a lot of meaning and um it also kind of uh connected me with a lot of people which was kind of a really special thing about music um and i think i think with any hobby um you know you you definitely meet new people by taking part in a hobby so as an adult now do you still partake partake in this hobby even though you're teaching at work yeah, so that's a funny question. I mean, it is it is my profession now, so I'm teaching music, right? But, um, you know, when I come home, sometimes I play music for my own personal reasons. Sometimes I play music to write music for myself, to um, just play for my own enjoyment. And it, it still actually is a hobby, even though um, I'm, I'm doing music professionally. So, um, you know, regardless of the fact that it kind of became a career for me, it's it's still my hobby. Right, like you just bought that, you got that new instrument. That's yeah. probably not going to be something you're ever going to use professionally, but for a hobby, you come home and you're trying to learn it because it's something that it, it interests you. Yeah, exactly. So so there's, yeah, there's probably... Who got you that instrument? <laughs> so so Amy, uh, Amy just so happened to get me this unusual instrument, and it's called a balalaika. It's a Russian balalaika. instrument. It's a Russian string instrument. And I say I like learning that that's kind of a hobby in itself is I like learning kind of rare or multicultural instruments. And um, so that, of course, is not what I'm using to teach students in school every day. But it's something that's that's interesting to me. And that's something that I've been pursuing as a hobby now at home. Do you have any other hobbies? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I love cooking. And it seems like cooking would be, you know, something you do for sustenance. You, you cook to eat, right? Mm-hmm. But cooking actually brings me a lot of enjoyment. If, if I'm stressed and I just don't even think about anything else but the cooking and the recipe, I can kind of get buried in the cooking. And it actually is kind of um, therapeutic in a way. Uh, it might sound odd to some people, maybe people who don't really enjoy <laughs> Well, you're cooking, very creative. But, you're a creative but, person. So sure. I think that kind of lends, gives you the avenue to be more creative with your cooking and tasting. And I benefit from it every night. It's so good. You're a really good cook. Yeah, so cooking... Uh, You've come a long way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I used to chop up chicken nuggets and put, put them on, on iceberg lettuce <laughs> and, then, and then call it a Caesar salad. But, but you know, now it's a whole different story. I'm still at that point. <laughs> so cooking, I would say, is not your hobby. No, I don't think no. so. No. But yeah, my, I mean, my hobby was um, definitely, you know, music I considered when I was younger to definitely be a hobby because I wasn't really considering it to be something I was going to do as a career and I was kind of on the same page as you where it just like would make me happy and it was kind of a fun thing to do um, when I'd come home from school or even as I got older when I'd come home from work I would just play the guitar and and would sing and um, 
and then that hobby became obviously a really strong passion, which, which, which then ended up becoming my career. Um, so I don't know if I would call it a hobby for myself now, but that's what it started as. And yeah, like that hobby did change my life and, you know, had me introduce me to like, basically like probably three quarters of my closest friends and like, um, brought me to different parts of the world and country and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. And then, you know, also, um, I'm trying to think of other hobbies, like really, um, staying active. Like, uh, I was an athlete growing up. So I think playing sports is a hobby. I would, I think is when, when you're younger and that hobby actually kept going like recently or two years ago, I joined like a men's rec basketball league Oh yeah. and it was, I loved it. We did it like a couple times a week. We like, I made friends with a bunch of the guys on the team and we would go out after and just, it was, it was fun to just like play the sport that I played in high school and, and started playing that again. And I love to like run and, and go to the gym and stuff like that just to stay active. Um, but yeah, hobbies are great. It really does like, it really can change your life and can introduce you to different people. And, um, so yeah, yeah. That's a- I think, I think, I think that's like, it's cool that you mentioned that, um, you know, it introduces you to new people, but it also, you know, brought you to different places, like allowed you to travel and things like that to, uh, you know, share your hobby or share your passion. I think that kind of like is not necessarily true for every hobby, but it's, it's, the fact that you don't know what can come out of a hobby that's mm-hmm. really kind of mm. enticing and kind of inspiring is because you know say for instance your hobby was painting and you started painting and then you started to get better at painting and then people started to notice that you're a great artist and then you started maybe selling your art and you know one thing leads to the next and then a hobby kind of becomes something more than more than just a hobby and it could be really fulfilling so i think that's I think that's kind of a cool thing about a hobby, whether it stays as something that just gives you your own enjoyment at home or it grows into something else. That's kind of like the magic of having a hobby, I think. Do you think that growing up with with your music now, do you think that helps to identify like who you are? Like does it is it having that hobby is it more of an identification now that like you're a musician? How does that make you feel? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think my hobby really turned into my passion and same with same with Nick. Nick was kind of mentioning how that became a passion and it turned into his career. Um, I think that I think that it could definitely contribute to who someone is and kind of build their character in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say that it makes someone more interesting, but it certainly widens your horizons mm-hmm. and gives you something to share with people or or make connection with other people about. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, um, you know, music as my hobby definitely um, contributes to my character and who I am. If you didn't have these hobbies, what kind of a person do you think you'd be? That's kind of a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I, I never really thought of it because it's just something I've always done. So like to not have music, well, that would be like totally devastating to me, obviously. Um, but yeah, like if I didn't have like an outlet to do something other than my job, I think I would go a little, get a little stir crazy. Like, like I said, I I do like to stay really active and I love to go on runs and hikes and be outside. And, um, if I couldn't do that, that would, I don't think I'd be as happy as of a person. Like I need that outlet. And I think everybody needs some type of an outlet that's different than what their career is. Um, so I think it would just, I just wouldn't be as happy or fulfilled daily. Like. 
I hate to sound like a gym bro, but like when I go to the gym, like I feel better when I'm done. That's something I like to do. It has nothing to do, I guess in my career, I have to somewhat be in shape, but like I don't have to go to the gym. I don't have to go on runs, but that's something I like to do. I like to see prog- like progression and like, oh, I ran this mile way faster than I did right. before or whatever. I go to different classes. Like I like to go to like Orange Theory or these different yeah. things. And I think it's like a competition thing, but yeah, I just think if I didn't have a hobby like that, I just wouldn't feel as fulfilled daily. You know, even right. though my major fulfillment comes in my career, yeah. you know, there has to be something else, I think. Right. You know, I'm sure and and not judging somebody that doesn't have that, but it's cool to try to find that, you yeah. know, maybe trying different things is good. Like even just talking to you guys about, you know, cooking or, you know, there's even other things that I could be doing probably better with my time. Um, well, we all can. Everybody can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. you start... I think as you get older too, you realize that more and more, like you just don't want to waste as much time. Time is very valuable. So like, mm. you know, trying to just do like things that can maybe better you for those rather than, you know, sitting on your phone. Like I look, I have that app that tells you how much you've looked at your phone. Sometimes I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm. I looked at my phone that much this week. Like it'll freak you out. So like, yep. you know, anything to not be on the phone probably, and you know, and try to be a little bit more, you know, um, you know what am I trying to say? What what is it? Like active. Yeah, yeah or like present, or present, present. Yeah, just trying to be a little more present and like doing things that were like yeah, like activities. Just I don't know, just trying new stuff. I think it's I think yeah. It's I think I think you're right. Like if you look at your phone and you you know how much you're on your phone and it might be too much time, or if you feel that it's too much time, I mean just start like with a hobby that maybe just only takes ten minutes a day. Start s- small and then mm. kind of work your way into you know developing your hobby and spending a little bit more time and taking a little bit more time away from that phone and spending it on the hobby um you know you know you don't have to put your phone down and never open it again right. uh, you know because i think everybody you know yeah, takes a peek of, at, at their phone every once in a while yeah yeah, I mean, sure. yeah so i wouldn't I would say go cold turkey on the phone and just yeah. and try and start something new but you could you could work it in i think maybe um slowly and surely mm-hmm. And it might develop into something you really love to do, and maybe you find yourself um, looking to do, looking forward to doing that hobby rather than picking up your phone uh, more and more often. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, back to what you asked, though. I think we went off on a tangent. I mean, back to what you asked, where would we be without our hobbies? I think Nick kind of said it right. We would we'd be looking for something else to um, you know fill ourselves with. And I think I would I would probably do the same. I would be looking for something else. If it wasn't music, I would be looking for something else that would, uh, you know, give me enjoyment and mm-hmm. connect me with other people mm-hmm. and all of those things. Definitely. Well, thank you, boys. I know you're busy, so I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Amy. No problem. Thanks for having us. So what will your hobby be? Think back to when you were younger. What did you like to do? For me, yoga fits right into my adult life because I was involved in gymnastics, dance, and cheerleading when I was younger. Now it's your turn. Take a moment to reflect on things you love to do. Is there something you'd like to learn how to do? Have you recently met someone who has a unique hobby that you would like to try? Good, now you have picked something, but I can hear your excuses why you can't do them all the way over here. 
Stop making excuses. Excuses are for kids when they are trying to get out of something. Are you seriously trying to get out of having fun? Are you trying to get out of relieving stress? Are you trying to get out of meeting someone new? Let's turn those excuses into obstacles that we can overcome. I don't have time. I love this one. Do you think successful people have more time than you? Do you think the universe was like, hey you, David Beckham, you are the lucky winner. Here is an extra three hours of time added to your 24 hours today. No. Do you think Beyonce was home playing video games after school every night? Um, no. Passionate people make time for what they love to do, period. If you'd like to learn how to make more time for yourself, listen back to episode five of Bliss, how a productive morning routine supports a blissful life. By the way, doing your hobby or something you love does not have to be every day. Here's your first step. Decide what your hobby is and try to carve out 30 minutes this weekend to do this hobby. A note about raising kids. Growing up, my mother had me in every sport or extracurricular activity possible. Gymnastics, dance, cheerleading, softball, basketball, figure skating, sailing, swimming, and Girl Scouts. I am extremely grateful my parents signed me up for these things. I believe having a packed schedule as a child helped me to stay out of trouble and fostered the development of becoming a hard worker as an adult. I have been told that I am a reflective person. I didn't learn how to do that from playing video games and watching TV. I learned that from being involved in active leisure and being a part of teams. If you'd like to work with me, you can email me at amyabrahambliss at gmail.com. Please visit my website at amyabraham.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at amy 2 Abraham. And while you're there, please use the hashtag amyabrahambliss when you are posting about bliss. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the bliss with a friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next week.